Blog Talk Radio. rated show so bad language bodily function dirty talk of any kind might offend you this would not be the show for you and might i add today might especially not be the show for you but that's why you're here you know it i know it we all know it desperate house Witches is brought to you by the amazingly wicked wonder self the incredible dorothy morrison queen patron of my life and wonderful person and her shop is www.wickedwitchstudios.com for all of your witching needs. But you don't need me to talk about it any further because today, my desperados, you are in for a special treat because the Wicked Witch herself, my utterly wicked friend, is back with us. And not only is Dorothy Morrison here with us today, but our favorite astrologist, Storm Testavani is also with us today, so we're a triple threat today. Good afternoon, my friends. Good afternoon. Hi, hi. Hi. So how is everyone doing today? Thank you so much for coming on and joining me for this hour. Oh, thank thank you so much for having us. I am doing well. Um, Getting a lot of things done around here. And um, so, so that that is a good thing. How are you? I'm great. Um, work is crazy, but that's a good thing because I'm still employed. Storm, how about you? How are you doing? Well, I'm not getting much done because I have fallen down a long rabbit hole, and it may take me a while to get out. <laughs> I have fallen down a rabbit hole. Um, I'm excessive in regards to studying, and uh, uh, there recently, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but the pop artist Halsey has come out Mm -hmm. with um, a video called Lilith, which is from the game Diablo 4, and when something like that happens, I always become a little bit obsessed because, of course... Halsey is now activating an archetype, okay, you know, the goddess Lilith. And Mm -hmm. um, I found it kind of interesting because in, and and I do have a question for both of you here in a second, Um, I did find it interesting because I have to ask myself the question, why now? Why is she activated right now? Why is this huge, gigantic pop star who in the last decade has had the number one song of the year twice, um, which is a very it's, – it's hard to get it once, much less twice, okay? Um, and um, why is she coming out with this song, and why did it go to number one on iTunes in less than three hours? So I have to ask those types of questions. And it, and it came into this very, very confusing 
um, uh, pass because in the game, Lilith, of course, is the antagonist of the game or the main boss creature. I don't know if you all know what that is. But it's who you want to defeat in the game at the end of the game. When you finished, when it's over with, you've defeated Lilith. Um, uh, and I went online and was doing a little bit of research on Lilith and pulling books off of shelves. So I have a stack of books next to me that's about 19 books high. Um, and, uh, what I was wondering, because, you know, online, when you look at the, at, at the magical community and the neo-pagan community, um, Lilith is this extremely revered, um, goddess, and I even seen some rather strange attributes to her, which I could find no source material for, none, zero. Um, uh, and what I want to know from you two, since you're both witches, and I'm not, um, the, oh, bullshit. Uh, you can call yourself a Tootsie Roll Pop if you want to, but you are still a witch. <laughs> but, I, but, but, what I, but what I want to know is um, when, you know, because in, in, in Kabbalah and in Jewish mysticism, um, Lilith is considered so much of a negative figure that you don't even say her full name. So I'm probably going to go to hell now. But um, it's not like I won't be there with friends. Uh, but uh, yeah, <laughs> come sit next to the two of you when I arrive, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so what I want to know, if either of you know, is is do you know of the source material for where Lilith has been turned into this? dynamic feminist goddess who is now the protector of children and uh, women um, because it's the exact opposite in Jewish mysticism in which she was considered to be a, a child murderer who sucked the marrow out of the blood of babies. And I'm, of course, the issue here is, is I understand the patriarchy, which I'm sure that you all will have plenty to say about. Um, I'm more concerned from a mythological perspective, okay, and stories, because stories to me represent something that's going on within our unconscious, um, and not necessarily, you know, whether or not the Catholics did us wrong, um, which they did, but, um, uh, uh, you know, so I wonder, do, do either of you know where this comes from, this very positive um, uh, image of her? You know, I I really have have no idea. Okay, um, I <laughs> I I was you know I went to Catholic school for nine years. Okay, mm-hmm. I w- wasn't even taught anything about Lilith and didn't discover her at all until much later after I graduated from high school. Okay, and then I did some formal Wiccan training, and she wasn't discussed there either. So, so much later, I discovered Lilith, and <clears throat> you know this thing about her, you know, being a protectress of of babies to me is craziness. Now, you know, I can understand uh, the the feminist movement re- revering her because hmm, she wasn't going to be controlled by any man, mm-hmm. which was why she was cast out apparently. So. Uh, so I don't know where any of that comes from. I think what happens, though, is that people tend to spin things the way they want them to, to be. And it's interesting with archetypes because 
you know, archetypes actually live because we breathe life into them. Mm-hmm. But but I don't think that um, constantly gaslighting yourself and telling yourself that Lilith uh, is going to protect babies is going to make that happen. I think Lilith is going to laugh in your face. <laughs> mm-hmm. What do you think, Raina? That's interesting. Well, you know, it's interesting because um, I've had a guest on named Michael Herkus, and Michael Herkus has written a book called The Glam Witch. It was one of the first things he ever put out. And he talks about Lilith and how Lilith is, you know, has been demonized and, and is still shrouded in mystery, and that, you know, there, there are people who have always revered her. Um, you know, as with anything... Stories get retold and bad press happens when you threaten the Catholic or Christian churches. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of like saying that all of the stories about Jesus are 100% true, like anything in the Bible has to be fact. I totally disagree. I think people are, you know, mythologized and lied about and stories get twisted. Um, I didn't learn anything about Lilith growing up. I didn't learn anything about Lilith uh, from my my Wiccan tutors. Um, Lilith was just not ever discussed. So I do find it interesting that she is having this resurgence or renaissance, if you will. Um, But I do believe that where you have women's rights being threatened, um, you will see a resurgence of anger. And sometimes we call on archetypes for their their help in these situations. So it doesn't really surprise me that there is now this sudden interest. Um, but as far as the the changeover and and you know from being a baby eater to being a baby protector, I do not. I have no idea. I I, I am clueless about that. Well, Raina, the interesting thing is is that I even went through all of the Catholic literature that I could give my paws on, okay, and did exhaustive research. A total now of since Tuesday, okay, a total, I'm sorry, since Monday, a total of 26 hours of research, okay. Um, Wow. uh, And... In, it, she's not mentioned at all in Catholic literature. Period. Okay. Um, uh, the you know it's almost like with the Catholics, even though that they do have the Old Testament. And of course, Dorothy can speak to this more than I can because I'm not Catholic. But um, uh, you know, it's kind of like life began when Jesus was born, and the Blessed Mother moving forward. Okay. Um, there's not yeah. much. Um, uh, uh, before that, but um, you know, have either of you happened to see the video by any chance? I've seen it. I have what not. did you think? Dorothy? I have not. It is it is amazing. Um, it, it it opens up in a monastery, and Halsey is uh, has a cloak on with with the hood, and she's and she's walking through, and there are flashes of the painting of the fall of man and and, and and so on and so forth and and of course you know she's she's singing you know this the, the, this song which has some pretty chilling lyrics and then suddenly you know she is transformed into a full battle gear and um, 
arrows are being shot at her, and she's she's getting wounded, but she keeps mo- moving forward. And um, you know, she she talks about her flaws, and she's and she's owning them. And um, and then you know, and toward the end, at the end of it, she turns into Lilith. But you know, there's there's blood. There, you know, she's walking through this um, whole pool of, of of blood and 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 so on and so forth. And you know, she's obviously you know owning the the, the fact that she she screws things up. Okay, <laughs> and and. You know, and, and and so on and so forth, which is really great because you know Storm and I have have talked about this because you know we've both seen the video. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, you know I think this is more about owning your shit, mm-hmm. um, oh. and and and, th- and then moving on with it. Um, but yeah, it's a very very powerful video, and if if people haven't seen it, I urge them to take a look. The yeah. the interesting you know, thing it, that I it, thought. Go ahead, Rena. It's interesting because I've got the video. I'm actually looking at the imagery that's going. I mean, without the lyrics, obviously, or or the music. Mm-hmm. But but watching the visual of going up to a chessboard and realizing that you are your own pawn in a lot of things, and you create a lot of your own uh, demons. You also create your own hero. And I find it very interesting that she's got all this amazing imagery. Obviously, I haven't seen the whole thing. I've only been watching uh, since you brought it up. Um, but it's, it's quite startling. And I think people may see themselves in it. You know, the idea of being the villain and the hero at the same time and owning your shit and owning your power, um, you know, is something we always talk about, but what are the steps to go through to get to that power? It's not right. often an easy word. So and, I, you know, I and, 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 and part of – go ahead. Oh, no, I was done. Oh, okay. Hmm. Uh, you know, part of this is that, you know, we need to own our dark side. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I think that a lot of times, you know, we concentrate so much on what is light and what is good that we forget that, you know, this whole world is built on checks and balances, and so are we. Mm-hmm. And and you you know, and so you have to embrace your dark side as well as your light side in order to become balanced. And so you know, I while well, while the video is is you're right, you know, it's startling. <clears throat> but but yeah, I I really like that that part of the message. The the That's interesting true. thing that that I that I found Dorothy, which you may have a comment on, is at the beginning of the video where she is wearing monk wear, okay? She's you know, wearing the outfit of a monk. Um and walking through the monastery and later on she is confronts or is confronted by a group of monks. Um, uh, What I thought about that is that it is, her wearing the monk outfit is her being part of the establishment, her being part of 
group thought and group mind. And then she sheds that. And it is in the point in um, uh, the video where she sheds it, where she starts talking. You know, her lyrics are, I'm corruptive, I'm destructive, I don't need a fucking introduction. Um, uh, And uh, it is kind of like this shedding. And in the process, uh, that we go through of shedding things, even in our lives in regards to the things that we go through, if we need to let something go, there's oftentimes a lot of uh, of arrows, which again are uh, symbols of thought. You know, anything that goes in the air is is connected to the uh, the thought realm. Um, and then you, if you go in and and you study Lilith. Um, she was associated with winged demons and owls and birds and all of these other things. So there's all of these air creatures that are going on everywhere. Um, and one of the things that I that I wrote down, and um, uh, I'm going to probably do a whole exhaustive discussion on this eventually, but um, uh, uh, is is what Halsey, not what she's talking about in the song, probably not even conscious to her, because I don't know if she knows a lot about mythology and Jungian psychology, okay? Um, but is this really about, with that imagery, which art, art is going to take an, on an archetypal energy of its own, is it about how our thoughts have been corrupted by society, how um, we have fallen collectively into groupthink, um, how we've uh, started to um, not look at things in any form of individual perspective, meaning this is my thought, this is my idea, um, and I'm happy to claim it. Yet instead, are we parroting, interestingly enough, a parrot is another bird, uh, are we parroting um, what we think that society wants to hear from us? And is this video the shedding of that? And in order to combat darkness, you first have to become it. You know, um, I, I I think you're probably right, because it's human nature to jump on bandwagons, uh, because that, that's a comfortable spot. <laughs> and, you know, it's this group think thing. And, um, you know, the, interestingly, you know, you're talking about the element of air. You know, air is mutable. And and it's 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 flexible, and you know, I I really, I, you know, I I really agree with you in that, um, you know, letting things go, not not worrying so much about what people think, mm-hmm. um, you know, being true to to yourself, because you know a lot of um, you know getting rid of the labels. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a problem with labels because I think that part of the problem with our world right now is that everybody wants to have a label. And labels are divisive. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, you know, you don't need a label to, to, to make you unique. You are unique in and of yourself just by being. Um, so, yeah, I... Uh, you know, the interesting thing about about this video was I was hoping that at the end of the video she wouldn't just turn into Lilith as a demon face. I was hoping she was going to sprout bat, bat wings or, or feathered wings and fly away. 
<laughs> really and truly, I was yeah. I was so hoping for that, yeah. and I I have to say at the end of yeah. the video, I was a little disappointed that 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 didn't happen. <laughs> uh, I have to agree with that because it's almost as though it's it's a self fulfilling prophecy of winding up as the demon, and it's not that's not necessarily the fact in every scenario. You can go through all of the steps. You can do the damage. You can come out on the other side and not turn into the thing that you're trying to rectify. You know, it's a very hard road to be a human. We think it's simple. It isn't simple. It's full of dichotomy. It's full of choices that we'd rather not make sometimes. And sometimes you're the good guy and sometimes you're the bad guy and sometimes you're the bird flying overhead and sometimes you're the snake in the grass. It's all possible and it's all true. And it's all happening at the same time. Um, so the idea that she goes to the conclusion that, as Dorothy said, we kind of hope she wouldn't go to. Um, yeah, I was a little, and I haven't even heard the music to it. But the it's imagery, chilling. when it got to that point, was very, it's, I mean, it's very chilling. The end is very chilling. I also have to wonder, did it turn out the way it did at the end for effect? Is that really what the author is thinking about themselves, or is it what the author really thinks about all of us? It's a much broader question, and because I'm, I'm not necessarily a follower of this artist, um, I would have to do a deeper dive myself to find out if I could figure out where she's coming from. Well, I think I think the, the the reason that the video ended the way it did is because you have to remember that this is now the theme song for Diablo Four. Okay, and We're not this is with probably that. what what Lilith looks like in that it game. Is. Yeah. It is. Um, uh, yeah. uh, the now, interestingly enough, because any time that you activate an archetypal image. I always find when you look at people's responses to archetypal images, uh, I always find the response interesting. Now, brace yourselves. Okay. There was a lot of flack from <laughs> certain uh, uh, pockets of society, okay, who, who are upset that Blizzard did not use a Jewish or Hebraic individual to do this song, and instead chose a black woman. Um, uh, you know, Halsey is part Italian and part black. Um, and um, uh, that they uh, are throwing out words about cultural appropriation now and... Uh, all of these other terms that are going on. And then basically I'm, I was thinking to myself, what a way, you know, so now you're rejecting this girl, some of you. Um, I'm sure that her fan base is quite happy with what she's doing, but um, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, certain pockets are, are rejecting her um, uh, and, and actually activating the goddess. Yeah. Um, which, which I found found interesting, um, uh, especially in regard to well, a a Hebraic woman did not write the song, an Italian black woman wrote the song. So if she wrote the song, she should sing it. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. 
You know, I, I, the, these, these social justice warriors really get under my skin because most of them don't have any idea what they, they have nothing to, to really back up their, um, their actions. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and, and well, this, well, it, you know, I, it's I, just, I don't this, think it's, Go ahead, Dorothy. Go ahead. I, I'm sorry. Let, let me let you. No, well, I, I was just going to say. You know, I just I just think it's ridiculous. And yes, <clears throat> they are activating the goddess by doing exactly what they're doing. Mhm. I agree. But here's the thing. I think, you know, and the terminology "social justice warrior" has all kinds of connotations too. For me, the fact of the matter is is that there are just groups of people who want to be mad right now. And no matter what anyone does, no matter what the song is, no matter what the gig is, somebody's going to be pissed because somebody is looking for a reason to be pissed. And that's the part that I'm sick of, the constant needing to gin up this anger. We already have a fuckload enough to be angry about we don't need to have created outrage. I cannot stand created outrage. It's just anger for its own sake with no basis in fact, just so people can be angry and fulfill some kind of need they have inside to be pissed off at someone. Well, yeah, because they don't feel like they have any power otherwise. They feel like this gives them power. You know, I, uh, my utterly wicked... Uh, got some really nasty reviews because I have a dream catcher in there. Oh, my God. God. And I have... I I need to hear this tea. Where's my cup? Hold on, hold on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Mm, yeah, grab it. Yes, yes, it is. Scrumptious. Um, I, um, you know, I have a dream catcher in there, you know, as a... And you, you make the dream catcher counterclockwise to give somebody nightmares. Well, no. I have, there's so much cultural appropriation and utterly wicked, blah, 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 and, and so on and so forth. And what is interesting to me is I learned how to make a dream catcher when I was six years old in Girl Scouts. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the, the thing about this cultural appropriation thing is this. Once you squeeze the um, toothpaste out of the tube, you cannot put it back in. Mm-hmm. And and so, you know, we are all a Heinz 57 variety of different cultures because of our ancestries. Right. And so, you know, and if you went all the way back to the first two human beings, you would find that, hmm, we are all related. So how in the hell can you culturally appropriate anything? It's already out there. And when my question is is when why can't art just be art? Yeah, exactly. Like I said, I'm not necessarily concerned about the socio-political side of of, of Lilith. I do want to know, and if anybody knows where this started or originated in regards to um, Lilith being the protectress of children and 
the protectress of babies because there is a Greek goddess that that does that, and people loathe her, and that's Hera. You know, they think mm-hmm. that she is the codependent, abused woman whose husband is a narcissist and is gaslighting her and running off and doing all of these things. Um, uh, and, of course, they're looking at mythological mythology in a factual sort of way. What they don't realize is that Zeus can't be Zeus without Hera. Hera can't be Hera without Zeus, okay? Um, uh, uh, you know, they belong together. They're a pair. They're married. And you can't get a divorce on Olympus. Um, Yeah, it's like Aphrodite being married, you know, the the, the goddess of erotic beauty, Aphrodite, being married to the ugliest god on Olympus, Hephaestus. Um, uh, He's as ugly as she is beautiful, but they're a couple. They walk around as a pair, and they can't get a divorce because divorce isn't allowed on Olympus. Um, So if anybody has the... Um, the stories, I'm interested in stories, not politics, okay, um, in which Lilith has taken this jump. I would, I, you know, please send it to me. I, I definitely well, read it. Well, stories with sources, with actual right. sources they can cite. Right. Um, uh, you know, because I have looked through everything and can find nothing um, that is not from neo-paganism, okay? Um, uh, and what I have seen from the little bit of neo-paganism that I have actually found, um, it doesn't seem to be sourced material. It seems to be our belief or our ideal, which is people can have them, and archetypes evolve. They do. Um, but where's the source? Mm-hmm. Well, I find these days that for some people, a source is as much as it's something that occurred to them as opposed to something that's always... Oh, I am applauding you. Oh, wait a <laughs> And I thought, either Dorothy or I were going to be the controversial one. <laughs> this is what we traffic yes. in as controversy, and it's you, Raina. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. It is me. It is me, but I, you know, my husband says I'm controversial all the time, but the fact of the matter is, is that you have to question everything, and that was kind of my point in the beginning when we first started on this topic. You, you have to question source material, you have to question who came up with it, you have to question everything from the beginning of time, so actual fact is a lot harder to get to than we once thought it was. Well, I think that when when things things change and they become quote unquote, and I definitely want to hear from Dorothy on this, when they become political, okay, I just for me, and it may be because I grew up on mythology and I grew up on stories and I grew up on studying these stories to understand them from a psychological perspective, and seeing these figures constellate in dreams, which of course I then interpret psychologically. Um, uh, but it seems like once it becomes political, it gets stripped of its beauty. Oh, it certainly does, especially in our political, our current uh, political climate. Yes, it does. Um, I don't think any of this should should be um, should should be uh, come political. Unfortunately, it always seems to these days. Right, the, you, you know, the because origin- you, because you take the mystique away from it. 
And that, that thing, and that removes the magic, right. as far as right. I'm concerned. And the only thing that I could find as a beginning for this was in the 90s with the Lilith Fair, which was, you know, a rock fair that, you know, a bunch of women hosted, which it's fine and dandy, and um, actually many of the artists on the Lilith Fair, you know, Sarah McLaughlin, um, yep. uh, Katie Lang, I, uh, uh, um, uh, Cheryl Crow, um, I, I like their music. Um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, but, you know, then when it goes down this extreme political path, which, you know, for me, when you start to switch something around, you know, and say, oh, she really wasn't, you know, the goddess of, um, or, or, you know, she really wasn't a baby killer and she really wasn't, uh, um, uh, you know, actually terrorizing pregnant women. Um, uh, because they had amulets around it. They created these most prolific amulets to block her off from houses and maternity wards and all this other stuff at that particular time period. Um, uh, and, and then you, you, read, you flip it around and you know, then you blame the patriarchy, okay, for that flip around. That's when it becomes political. And the actual beauty of um, having this negative figure to counterbalance in Jewish mythology, of course, it would be the Shekinah, okay, um, which is, you know, in Christian terms, that would be called the Holy Spirit, okay? Um, mm-hmm. uh, but you have this extremely negativistic side to counteract the positive side. Just like you can't have Jesus Christ without Satan. They exactly. don't exist, you know, you know, without each other. Yeah. There would be no reason, you know, what would be, if there was no Jesus Christ, why do you need a Satan? Yeah. If there was no Satan, why do you need a Redeemer? Right. You know, I I I, I think the 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 problem with all this trying to switch her around and turn her into something entirely different. Part part of the problem with that is that no one ever seems to check uh, anybody's facts. No no fact checking going on, and in the internet is partially responsible for for that, the very fact that people have become so reliant on it. You know, if it's on the Internet, by God, it must be true. (laughs) So, you you know, you see somebody post such and such, something absurd, somebody else sees it, and they share it, and they share it, and they share it. And so all of a sudden, all of this misinformation goes on. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I have to wonder... What does Lilith think about all that? I'm sure she except that, that. Except that she happens to like chaos, and yeah. and, and, and that's what <laughs> what that, you know, turns into. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it is pretty interesting. And, and I will tell you at the same time, you know, this is just personally, and I would love to hear what both of you have to say on this. I feel like quite the curmudgeon in regards to saying, where's your source? <laughs> What's your sources? I mean, you know, that there is the, um, I am sure that a lot of people don't want to see darkness that exists within the world, okay? That they would much rather, you know, sanitize it and put some um, 
uh, saccharin on it and, you know, dress it up in a rainbow kitty, okay, um, uh, with unicorn horns. Um, but, uh, but you, you know, when when you say, you know, where is your material in regards to this, some of the reactions from some people, it, which I, I really haven't discussed this a lot with a, a lot of people, um, but, you know, when I've discussed topics before in which I'm wanting people to show me their sources, okay, um, it's you almost get the reaction of how dare you even question what what would I believe, which I find interesting uh-huh. because, again, we go back to Lilith being an airy goddess, which has to do with the mind and consciousness. Well, and, you know, I don't think anybody questions what someone else believes. They can believe any damn thing that they want to. They have a perfect right to that. But right. if you are going to spout this as fact, then that's different than from what you believe. I can take a group Correct. of facts and come to a conclusion about what I believe. But that doesn't change what the facts are. So asking Correct. someone to cite their sources, okay, you just want the facts. That That's all. Joe, Joe Friday, just the facts, ma'am. You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, right. and, and so, you know, I don't think that's curmudgeonly at all. You know, when I was going through formal training, we were taught – to question everything. And, you know, I questioned my teachers up one side and down the next about multiple things. And I am sure that they were damn glad when they finally, uh, you know, saw me through to my initiation so they wouldn't have to fool with me anymore. <laughs> so, oh, yes, I, I was indeed a headache. You know, it was like, so why do we do this? Well, you know, hmm. Um, well, you know, I was taught that way. Well, you know, can you find out? You know, and it, this became one of those things where, oh, why are you cutting off a fourth of your your roast before you put it in the pan? And when you go down through generations, you find out that great-great-great-grandma cut off a fourth of her roast because she didn't have a big enough pan to put the whole damn thing in. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, so yeah. Um, you know, I, I think people need need to... To, to cite their sources so that there's not any misinformation, and then people can draw their own conclusions. Right, right. It, it, it is interesting. Sometimes, sometimes, you know, there are things based in mythology. There are things based in theory. Sometimes things are magical, and sometimes shit is just shit. And making do is making do. You know, the idea that everything is so heady and so, you know, it secretly means this or it secretly means that. Sometimes shit is just shit. Period. Indeed. Indeed. You know, what What I thought about, and this is just my crazy mind and this is how I think, and yes, I am on crazy medications, by the way. Um, uh, the, but what it reminds me of is like if somebody tomorrow was to say that Endora on Bewitched was really not this mischievous trickster figure, but she was misunderstood because at the time we were still a masculine dominated patriarchy. 
Um, and uh, that's the reason why she's viewed as mischievous. I mean, or you can even take it further. If, if you know, you can go into, in, into soap operas. Um, uh, uh, you know, Sue Ellen Ewing was not a, an alcoholic drunk, um, you, you know, that couldn't control her emotions and couldn't control who she slept with, actually. Um, uh, but, but, you know, that is what people thought because the patriarchy. <laughs> yeah. um, well, I mean, here's the thing about Sue Ellen Ewing. The idea that, or Ewing, the idea that she just, you know, she couldn't control herself, and oh, it must have all been a, a reaction to Jr.'s infidelity, and you know mm-hmm. his constant manipulation. We weren't thinking that when we were watching it, were we? No, we weren't. No, because we were like, "Girl, what is she going to do next?" Oh, oh, Thank you. listen, guys. I, I, I remember when. Okay, the you know when we were going to find out who shot Jr. Okay. And so the bars were having a fit because no one, neither male nor female, was at the bar until that show was done. Everybody was watching to see who the hell shot Jr. because he damn sure needed a good killing. (laughs) Yes. And he didn't even die. He did. No, no, he didn't even die. Didn't have the good taste to fall over. You know, and even the good brother, Bobby, when he died, it ended up all being just a dream. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know, but, but this is so popular. What a rip-off. Yeah. And the question <laughs> is... Oh, it is just thievery. Right, <laughs> and why, the question is, why can't a character just be a character? Exactly. Exactly. I agree, 100%. Sometimes shit is just shit. Sometimes a character is sometimes just a character... Sometimes an archetype is an archetype, and people twist it into whatever they want, and that's just the reality. Right, right, and I agree with you, and I think that, you know, um, uh, the reason why shows become popular to the level that they do, like Dallas, for example, um, uh, is because they are constellating the archetypes and, um, you know, the, the archetype of um, the woman who is suffering at the hands of her husband, mentally or physically or whatever, is definitely an archetype. And the reason why people look at Sue Ellen, and of course everybody wants to know what, who, who is she going to sleep with next and is the baby really Cliff Barnes and... Uh, uh, and all of the, and all of the other stuff attached to it. And I was. Uh, and Fuck by the way, no. And by the yeah. way, when Jr. was shot, I was nine years old. Oh my God! And you were such a baby. And I was such a baby. And I still look nine years old now. But uh, <laughs> yes, darling, you do. You do. Um, it is the truth. Uh, the the. Um, the but but the issue again is, and, and and it's what I want to circle back to in regards to Lilith. Why can't she just be a blood sucking, uh, succubus uh, creature who likes to suck the marrow out of babies' bones? It gives for a good story. You know, I I I, I don't know. 
I don't know why people want to rewrite everything. You know, you you see that in in today's world a lot with people rewriting history because they don't like the fact that history is ugly. <laughs> and and so, ooh, let's let's whitewash everything. And um, you know, and and here there are those who are whitewashing Lilith. You know, Lilith is a badass bitch all by herself. She doesn't need to be whitewashed. And probably doesn't want to be. No. No. It, you know, if I were in her shoes, I wouldn't want to be. I want to be who I am, not not who other people want me to be. And, you know, it's, you know I, I also think about this when, when it comes to archetypes like, like Lilith. I, you know, when I was going through formal training, I was um, cautioned about which archetypes to align myself with. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that most of these people who are not allowing Lilith to be who she is would be mighty damn surprised if she suddenly appeared to them that they would shit their knickers. I think they would discover in a heartbeat that she's not who they want her to be. I have a controversial question for both of you, actually, because I really can't answer this because okay. the last time I checked, I the last time I checked, I had a penis. Um, okay, okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> which was this morning when I showered, by the way. Um, uh, the uh, do you think that there is kind of a with this need to sanitize these archetypal figures? Um, it reminds me of, you know, when a woman becomes of a certain age, you know, she needs to put up her um, going out on Friday night clothes and be, you know, go home and get prepared to be a grandma. Um, do you think that there's kind of the sexism? And my other question is, is do you think that women often prop, is it populate? Um, do you think that well? Do you think that women often foment this? What do you think, oh, Rhina? Yeah, I think women are shitty to each other. Yeah, all day long. I think a woman should be able to wear whatever she likes, whenever she likes to, whatever her age. This whole idea, because it's only other women telling us what we're not supposed to wear over thirty-five. Stop it! Come on, women. We're our own worst enemy half the time. It's been a source of contention for me since childhood because my biggest detractors not only were people in my family, but, of course, women, you know. So every bad habit I ever learned, I learned from someone who said they loved me. Don't even get me started. You don't want to. Oh, oh goodness! I'm I'm not laughing at anything else you said. Just that last remark. <laughs> Everybody just needs to remember. That I'm asking the questions. They're spinning the controversy. <laughs> yes, 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 indeed, yes, indeed. Oh my God! You know, I I I, 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 you know, I, I remember. I still wear what I want. I'm sorry, Dorothy. Go ahead. No, no. I'm you know, and I, I'm really glad you you do. You know, I still wear what I want to, although uh, I have I have a personal thing. It's like, hmm, I'll, I'll wear what I want as long as 
it's flattering. Okay? Sometimes I see people, and I'm not just talking about women. Sometimes I, I see people and I think, and I know this is really judgmental, but I think, oh, my God, just because you can doesn't mean you should have done that. You know? <laughs> it's like, oh, for heaven's What's sake, guy, you, you, I mean, you, you, you have a beer belly. Do you not think you could have worn, worn a shirt that would gotta, like, go over it <laughs> so that I didn't have to see a foot of it sticking out? You know? <laughs> I didn't see that, that foot of bare skin st- you know, sticking out. Okay? Um, but, um, but I remember when women of a certain age weren't supposed to have long hair. Now, really? oh yes, that that was just tacky. That 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 was absolutely tacky. All all women over a certain age were supposed to have short hair. Now I have short hair because I have too much hair. And when I was on the road, I had to actually pack two sets of electric rollers and a and a curling iron so that I could be presentable for an appearance. And it got to be too much to be packing in a damn suitcase. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, hmm. And then, of course, my ex-husband thought all women should have long hair. And so when I got rid of him, that was my act of defiance. <laughs> I, went, I went to my hairdresser and I said, chop this shit off. And so he chopped off 15 inches on one side, one swipe, and he said, are you okay with this? And I said, it's a little late to ask me now. You can't glue it back on. Get busy. <laughs> but, um, you know, because, you know, now I can, I can shampoo my hair and run a comb through it, and it falls perfectly in place, and I don't have to do anything else. So, you know, so it's because it's easy, and I don't want to fool with my hair. But... But, yeah, I remember that there were all kinds of stigmas attached to women over a certain age, you know, what they could do, what what they couldn't do. Um, it was kind of like, oh, my goodness, you should never wear white after Labor Day. So, you know, and it's like, what, what, what the hell? Yeah, we can wear white after Labor Day if we want to. <laughs> Just be prepared to clean the mud stains off of it. Well, see, this is why I don't wear white. Right. Because I'm messy. I think that the brilliance in that idea has nothing to do with the white color. It has to do with the efficiency of having to clean the damn stuff all the time because in the fall it's going to start raining and getting close to snow. And who wants to clean all that off of white? Well, I guess so. But you see, there are other people who are clumsy like I am. My Mm -hmm. sister wears white pants all during the summer. I can't wear white pants because, sure enough, I'm going to eat something that had mustard or barbecue sauce on it, and I'm going to get it on my clothes. And dirt, Dorothy, across the street, is gathering up together to say, we're going to go over there and attack Dorothy Morrison because she's wearing those white pants. (laughs) Yes, exactly, exactly. Mine waits in no, the doorway. I, it doesn't even sit across the street. Mine is already sitting there saying, bitch, open the door in that white shirt. Go ahead, try me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. So, so yeah, I, you know, I, I, think, I think sometimes we are our own worst enemies. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. And, Which is what Halsey know, talks about. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. 
I wonder how many people or if anybody else is ever going to discuss this video like we did. Maybe. If, I don't if know. If it's ever going to I raise any questions. Maybe. Hopefully. I hope you know, I don't know in the metaphysical community because, it, you know, if if you're not gathered together in a hookah salon with, you know, sage blowing everywhere, um, uh, they're probably not going to be interested. And, and Halsey is probably too popular. Um, the, uh, you know, in 30 years they'll discuss it. Um, uh, you know, when she's probably not popular anymore and, you know, she's now writing about... Uh, or being told that she can't, you know, wear anything sexy and has become Madonna, but um, uh, but uh, it, it's it's I just I just find it fascinating um, to, to to put together the the ideas and to question because I think that that's what needs to be questioned. Why are the responses the way that they are? Why is this goddess being um, activated. Um, uh, why, you, you know, d- d- is she actually getting us to question our belief about things? Our, you know, what's going on in our minds? Is she telling us take responsibility for your own bullshit? I, I think that is a lot of it. Take, take responsibility. The, the, the world is in chaos. You, you did this. So take, take responsibility and fix it. Just go on, you know. <laughs> you know, either fix it or don't, but, you know, t- just just own it. You know, a lot of times if you own something, it's much easier to fix. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I, I totally agree. Um, yeah, sometimes it is. You know, I, I have found that, with, you know, with my own life. If If I screw up, and and I immediately go, oh shit, I screwed up. I'm so sorry, and then take take steps to fix it so that you know everybody can can move forward. Life is much fucking easier. And you know, I I think that that we have screwed up as a human race so so much that uh, that most of us <laughs> need need to own this shit. And then figure right. out which the best way is to, to rectify it. Right. I agree with you. I agree with that. So yeah. sorry we shook you so badly right now for the last hour. <laughs> <laughs> and are talking to you about You're dark goddesses shook. and all this other stuff. <laughs> yeah, and you know... So you're never going to have us on again because we already cooked this up and you didn't know about it. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Y'all, listen, listen. If you think that I had the both of you on without thinking something was cooking, you got to be joking. I've been doing this for going on 12 years. I don't think so. I, as a matter of fact, I think we should do this roundtable situation more often because, quite frankly, I think there's a whole bunch of other shit we could be questioning in addition to this. What did I tell you, Storm? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I predicted you would say that. This is how well she knows me. She knows I never run from a fucking fight, ever. So, no. yeah, not only, do I, not only does the controversy not scare me, my whole thing is bring it back. Bring more. 
Yeah, I, I told Storm the other day, I said, oh, Ron is going to eat this up. <laughs> Hello. She knows me. Don't think she doesn't. But I seriously, if if anybody can find me the sanitized references um, uh, that actually have source material and stories I can read, please send it to me. I desperately want to read it. Cool. Yes. And if anyone reaches out, I will definitely. If anybody reaches out to the show, I will definitely pass that information along. I have a feeling I'm going to be dead before I get that information right now. I just have a feeling. I don't know. I don't know. You know, give folks a chance. Give people a chance to come up with some stuff. Let's see what happens. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying let's let's give it a chance and see. That's all. By the way, what was that guy's book? Do you know what it's called? What uh, the guy glam you witch? mentioned right now? Yeah. The glam witch. I will go ahead and get with you. Because uh, we're about out of time. I will get with you after the broadcast, and I'll yeah, shoot you, you a picture send that to me. Yeah. Yeah, Okay, good, good. Because I would like to see what Absolutely. he has to say. Absolutely. Um, so, guys, that has been a great hour. We are just about out of time. Storm, is there, is there a way for folks to catch up with you if they want to get in touch or have questions? Sure. Or, or stormsestavani.com you can follow me I'm, I'm Storm Sestavani on all the socials um, my page on Facebook is Astro Gossip um, uh, so or, or you can search Storm's Astrology and you'll find me um, but that's that's about it basically wonderful Dorothy uh, people can follow you okay they, they can follow me on social media okay just just search Dorothy Morrison and um, they can find my, I have two, two websites, uh, DorothyMorrison.com and WickedWitchStudios.com. I cannot thank both of you enough for this wonderful, fun, and very interesting and thought-provoking hour. This has been great. I really hope that both of you will come back on together. I'm going to speak for both of us. We will. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <laughs> That's awesome. We're gonna we we're gonna rebook it right after the show. Uh, so hopefully you guys who are listening enjoyed it. Thank you again, both of you. I love you both so much, and I have really enjoyed this hour. And folks out there listening can look forward to more of these. Thank you so much for for having me. Yeah. And we look forward to visiting with you again. Yes. Oh, fantastic. All right. Talk to you both soon. Okay. Have a great one. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, guys. That's it for today. Uh, I hope you have a wonderful weekend, and I will be back with you next week. So get outside and enjoy the weather if you can, and uh, send some love to New York. And for all the people who are suffering from the smoke inhalation from the wildfires in Canada, uh, we hope this all stops very soon. And uh, take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Have a great weekend, everybody.